Good morning. Time for our cool conversation. I'm uh, your host, George Plummer. With us today, we've got Grady County Sheriff Gary Boggess. Gary, thanks for coming in. Thank you very much for having me, sir. We've got a few things we want to touch on uh, this morning on the program. So uh, we want to thank our friends at uh, Community Bank of Oklahoma and Stanley Systems for helping us out with the cool conversation. Well, here we are, late October, and uh, weather's turning and all that stuff. It's been uh, interesting, uh, but lots of things going on at the sheriff's office. Absolutely. We have a lot going on right now. Just uh, implemented a really big uh, salary increase for your deputies. And our, um, <coughs> that was a, you know, a challenge. Yep. Uh, but um, Well, uh, whenever I first came on as the undersheriff, uh, that was a project that I, I took on uh, you know, when Sheriff Ware was here. And I looked at the the total pay of the county employees and where our deputies were. Uh, we were ranked 42nd in the state for sheriff's office as far as pay. I mean, we were really low paid. Uh, I started looking at the finances of the county and, you know, started working numbers. And I was able to uh, approach Sheriff Weir and say, you know, we need to go for a pay raise. And he, he turned it over to me. We were able to get about approximately 20% pay raise for all of our deputies. Uh, we moved from 42nd in the state to fifth highest paid in the state of Oklahoma. Uh, our starting pay is approximately, with benefits, about $72,000 a year. That's pretty good. That's, That's real good. very good for that. And your total budget for the sheriff's office is? About $6 million this year. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. how much of that is uh, about is salaries? Salaries is about one, $1.8 million mm-hmm. is what my salaries are probably right. about. And uh, a lot of your deputies, uh, a lot of experience uh, yes. in law enforcement. Yes, we're able to hire very experienced law enforcement officers uh, throughout. You know, we've we've hired, I mean, we had 22 deputies when I first come on two and a half years ago. Now I'm sitting with 47 certified deputies. Uh, a lot of them has years and years of experience. Uh, so, I mean, we're, we're putting people out here, especially in the schools with our SROs, uh, to protect the kids. Uh, that's another project that I took on when I first come on because I wanted to have deputies in every school here. And those are school resource officers, school in case resource. you're not sure about the uh, abbreviation there. Yeah. And uh, th- those individuals have become key parts to, uh, in education throughout throughout the state, for sure. Absolutely, so. absolutely. <laughs> and uh, you've been able to, uh, you said, one in every school, at least one in every school, we mm-hmm. have at least one in every school in the county, including the Votech. Um, we're the first sheriff's office in the state, state of Oklahoma to have all 14 schools of art covered uh, that, uh, you know, that is in our county. Uh, that's including municipalities, schools. Uh, we have them in every school, all 14 schools. Uh, I have told total of 17 SRO deputies. Uh, two are at Bridge Creek, two are at Chickasha, and then each other school has one. Then I have a lieutenant that's in charge of the SROs, and his job is basically a liaison between the superintendents and, and my staff. And talk about some of their duties, and uh, they don't just work 8 to 5, right? No, they don't. Yeah. They, uh, any ball games, any sporting events, any kind of events the school has that they want the SROs to attend, we're, we're there. Uh, their primary job is to take care of these kiddos, you know, so that, you know, the citizens out here feel safe when they drop their kiddos off at the, the schools. You know, they see that SRO sitting up there, and they know that there's somebody there to protect them and, you know, that's going to put his or her life on the line for those kids. There's a recent incident at Chickasha High School where the SRO 
uh, spotted a, a gentleman just out there on school grounds uh, watching some of the kids out there and yes, made yes. an arrest over that. So. Yeah, there was an arrest. There was some dope found, some illegal narcotics found. Uh, and I, that one, he had a big Bowie knife in a backpack. And uh, so, yeah, they're, they're very they're, – they're watching everybody that comes on the school grounds. If you're not supposed to be there, you're, you're not going to be there. So. All right, uh, and let's talk about, uh, since you mentioned uh, drugs and weapons and things, and uh, I know there's been a, a big uh, push to make sure that the illegal grows are being dispersed, and uh, not so much lately, but two or three years ago, that was that was huge. Well, and there's going to be a bigger increase as far as taking down the illegal marijuana grows uh, that's going to be happening within the next year, uh, because if you don't have your license and everybody that has a, a grow has to recertify or re through OBN. Uh, and I can tell you, because I talked to the OBN director yesterday, in the state of Oklahoma there's only 600 new applicants, uh, recertified applicants, uh, out of all the grows here. So if they don't get it in, they're considered illegal grow, they're gonna be, we're going to be talking to them. Now, do you have a record of all the of the legal facilities in the county or is yes it, okay yes we do uh, you have a number about 900 no yes yes that's astounding yes so uh keeping up with that uh, is a job in itself for it sure is. so it is. Um, all right um let's talk about um you want to increase your investigations in the region for yeah, farmers I'm, and ranchers yeah we're bringing a ag investigator in we're actually doing a multi-jurisdictional we're going to be uh partnering up with Cleveland County, McLean County, and Garvin County. Uh, so they'll uh, actually, when if, if we have something here in Grady County, then those investigators come over here. They'll be multi-jurisdictional. So they'll come over here and help my investigator investigate any of the crimes over here. And I just want the farmers and ranchers to know you have somebody to turn to now. And that's been the biggest thing when I've talked to ranchers is, you know, we, we don't have nobody to help us out here. You, you don't, you know, there's... You know, all your deputies are busy doing other things. Well, now I do. I, I have uh, an investigator. He's a lieutenant. Uh, that, Who is that? Lieutenant Danny Booth. Uh, he is. That's going to be his assignment. Uh, he's going to handle all the ranchers and farmers. Uh, I don't care if it's cattle being stolen, farm equipment being stolen. He will handle every bit of that. Uh, and the good thing, partner up with these other counties, instead of just having one, they'll have five over here. So. Yeah, a lot, a lot of that happens uh, just uh, just a few miles away from each other, and uh, not yeah. to say that uh, I'm sure a lot of it sometimes affects uh, interstate, you know, trafficking oh, and things like that. So yeah. some of the ranchers I've talked to, their big deal is, you know, well, when our cattle get stolen, you can't recover them. Well, yes, we can. If your cattle are branded like they're supposed to, and they're stolen, and we find out the next morning, you call us, we'll we'll contact all the stockyards. And with that brand, and if somebody's brought them in, they have to leave their ID card. They have to show ID, so that gives us a suspect to go back, and we can put a, a hold on those cattle, so you're not losing your cattle. Uh, and then we'll we'll go after the leads we have, and if we catch the person, then they're going to go to jail with a lot of charges, and we're going to get your cattle back for you. Thanks for spending part of your weekend with us here on the Cool Conversation. Grady County Sheriff Gary Boggus with us. And uh, another sector you're increasing enforcement in is uh, size and weights. Yeah, our size and, and talk about exactly what that is and why it's important. What, what we're, the size and weights deputies, what their job is, is overweight semis. 
going on these county roads, tearing them up. Um, you know, I have one right now. He stays very busy. Uh, we're going to implement a second one and basically just slowly semis down from tearing our roads up because it costs the taxpayers thousands and thousands of dollars for us to have to fix those. The county commissioners have to fix those. So if we can stop these, these trucks from doing, you know, the illegal travel, then we're going to shut it down. Uh, they're, when they get tickets, they're not cheap tickets. I mean, they can get up in the price range of $2,500 easy. Um, like I said, my, my lieutenant that's out there right now, he, he's nonstop. Uh, he writes a bunch of tickets, and he's shutting these semis down. And uh, putting a second one out there is going to help with weighing it, weighing these trucks because the scales they use weigh about 60 pounds apiece. So, you know, when they're carrying four or six of those, they have to move them all out. You know, so you, you've got to be pr- pretty strong to do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and if I have two out there, then they can help each other. I want to talk, too, about um, the canine uh, unit. We don't hear about that much, but it's still active. Yeah, we still have a canine unit active right now. Um, he His job, I mean, he has to take calls. Uh, that's the downfall of, uh, with our uh, patrol size right now. Uh, he still has to take calls, but every now and then he gets to get out here, stop cars, run for, you know, his dog's a narcotics canine. Um, find, trying to find the, the illegal narcotics so we can take that off the streets. Uh, we're still still enforcing, you know, drug drug raids and stuff. We're still out there pounding the, the pavement and trying to take these dealers off the streets. You know, that's one thing, and I made, my, made it pretty clear, is I, I'm going to take you down. If you're a drug dealer in Grady County, we're, we're going to get rid of you, whether we put you in prison or you go someplace else. But... I mean, we're gonna we're gonna be knocking on your door. Um, do you put the, take the canine officer to schools for yeah, the searches? Yeah, we do. Uh, if school requests us, uh, the dog go up, run lockers, run cars. Uh, we do demonstrations with the dog. We take them up like Red Ribbon Week this week at most of the schools. The dog's been out. You know, he, our dog you can pat him. Uh, he doesn't bite until he's told to do so. Uh, yeah. So, but we also put a muzzle on him so he just don't accidentally bite a kid. Uh, we try to make sure everybody's safe. But uh, yeah, the dog is dual purpose. He's a patrol dog and he's a narcotics dog. So, in patrol is is felony apprehension. Is people don't understand what patrol means, but it's basically felony felony apprehension or, or searching for somebody. He'll search an area. Talk about uh, courthouse security briefly. <coughs> Have six uh, deputies over the courthouse. I am going to try this year to increase it to seven, put more security over there because we're having a lot more jury, uh, a lot of people coming into jury and a lot of people in and out of courthouse. Uh, we also, with the courthouse uh, staff, they also protect the DA's office. There's one there every day. Uh, so try to keep, you know, keep increasing as much as I can over there just so that whenever people come in, they feel safe. I know it's uh, some people get a little grumpy about having to go through the metal detector and all that, but that's just for their safety. It's the it's the sign of the times, basically. It is. It's just it uh, is. something we have to put up with anymore. Um, Want to talk about so you do a lot of public service things, and you've yes. got something this weekend. Yeah, uh, <coughs> we have the uh, candy handout downtown. Nawala. Nawala. Uh, we will be down here by the DAV. We'll actually have our tactical unit down there so kids can go look in it and look around it. And we're going to be handing out candy. 
Uh, I've had several people try to get me to dress up. It's not going to happen. <laughs> You're going to dress up as a sheriff. <laughs> that's, why, that? <laughs> that's why I tell everybody I will dress up as a sheriff. So, uh, But we'll be there um, November, I'm trying to remember my dates here, the 6th we'll have the Veterans Day Greenlight uh, program at the courthouse. I'll be speaking there. And then on the 11th, we'll have a veterans program at Shannon Springs Park. I'm speaking there also about our veterans. Uh, so I uh, want everybody to come out to those. Uh, come out and support support the community. Let's talk about uh, we're coming up on the holiday shopping period, and there's always a concern about uh, theft and things around yes. the holidays. So. Yes. Uh, and I give this advice every year, you know, make sure if you're having packages delivered, give it to your delivery guy, uh, or gal and make sure that when they deliver your packages, they put them in a secured area or a hidden area where, you know, somebody driving by can't see them from the road. Uh, porch pirates, they're, they run rampant. Uh, we're going to increase patrol a lot. Um, we're going to start watching the UPS trucks, the FedEx trucks, the Amazon trucks. And if we see somebody following them. Uh, we can make a, a courtesy stop, especially if their tag does not belong in Grady County, and just ask them why they're following this truck. Uh, that'll deter a lot. Uh, but also your neighbors. Let your neighbors know if you're, you know, if you have neighbors that are retired, staying at home, let them know you're going to have packages delivered, so they can keep an eye on it. Also, can they just call the post office and have them hold the packages <coughs> there? Is that yeah, a, an they option? Can, they can call the post office and just, you know, if they have packages coming in. Just hold them. Uh, they can notify you when your package gets in. You can go down there and pick it up. All right. We urge you, if you don't already, to uh, follow the Sheriff's Office on Facebook. You put a lot of information uh, out on there. Yes, I uh, do. Arrests right. and uh, training that you guys yes. go, that you have you, uh, guys and gals go yes, through. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want, I'm very transparent. I want the citizens to know that this Sheriff's Office, we're very active, uh, training, uh, narcotics arrests. Even the green light, you know, any kind of functions we have going on, I try to get it put out. Uh, you know, I, I want I want the citizens to know what they're paying for because that's they're the ones that pay our salaries. And, you know, we hear it every time we stop somebody, well, I pay your salary. You're correct, you do. And I'm giving you the service you're paying for. You know, if you're out here violating the law, we're going to talk. Um, but, you know, again, I'm, I want everybody to know what we're doing. Let's talk about your uh, dispatch staff because they're 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 twenty four seven and they're answering nine one one calls and they're getting the deputies out to uh, to those emergency calls. That, yes, mm. yes, indeed. You know we're we're hiring a few more just so that we have a bigger staff. Uh, so they're yeah they're there twenty four seven. They never leave. Uh, we we actually did some upgrades for our radio system. We brought in a system called Mindshare. Uh, it was about eighty five thousand dollars. Uh, and the funding was there, so we were able to get that. It's made the radio system a little bit better. Uh, we still have some work to do on it. Uh, matter of fact, I've got a meeting today with a company about our phone system. Uh, right now we've got two different phone companies we use. I'm going to make it one phone company so that it's it's easier. It makes it uh, a lot better also for people calling in. And talk about some of your other admin staff. Sabre Martin's been there forever and just Sabre man, is oh man. Uh, Sabre's my executive assistant and thank goodness I have her. Uh, she's she's wonderful. She makes sure that office runs like it's supposed to. Uh, we're going through a remodel right now uh, at the office. It uh, It's turned into a bigger task than what I started with. Uh, every corner we turn, there's something we find shouldn't be there. Uh, a lot of our wiring 
had paper wrapping around it. That's the insulator instead of plastic. Uh, so we're having to go through and change a lot of that. The commissioners have been very gen- – I mean, they've, they've let me spend the money that we have. It's uh, a historical this. building. It's a, um, it's a historical building. Uh, actually, <coughs> it'll be about a year, and it'll be almost 100 years old, I believe. And that's when we'll start looking at the putting it on the historical registry and stuff. Once I do that, I can't make a whole lot of changes after that, so I'm trying to get it done now. But our office is going to be open. One thing I am changing is here, I guess, for, since we've been in the building, at 4.30 the door's locked and, and nobody can come in. Well, that's going to change here really soon where the front door will be open. You'll have a little lobby to come into. I have a push-button system that also is a camera that will let my dispatch know you're there. They'll talk, and if you need a deputy, you have chairs to sit there. You'll have, you know, statement forms to fill out. Why are the deputies coming in to, to visit with you? Uh, I believe being open for the citizens is, is what we're here for. I don't believe in locking them out of our office. Uh, but any time a citizen wants to come down and visit with me, if I'm in the office, I, I make time for you. Uh, if you want to come look at what we're doing in the office, uh, you know, the, mod- the remodels, the upgrades, come ask me. Come down, and I'll show you through the building. I have no issues with that at all. There is a drop box for prescription drugs. It will um, be. There, <laughs> right. Yes. And it will be out in that lobby. Uh, we're going to move it out to where 24-7 you have access to come in there after hours and drop stuff off. Yeah, it's, the, it's for folks that have old prescription drugs yes. or just don't want to take them anymore. Just drop them off, and they'll dispose of them safely. Yeah, o, uh, uh, so. OBN sends out somebody mm-hmm. weekly. They empty it out. So, you know, we have a camera on it at all times so nobody can come in and try to stick their arm in and take some prescription drugs. Uh, I've heard that's happened at other facilities. It hasn't happened here. Uh, but we do keep a real close eye on that. Right. Box. There's a drop box, too, at the police department, Chick Police, police Chick- Department, Chick- and some of the uh, drug stores. Liberty yes. Drug has one, I think, yes. and Grand Care Pharmacy there, has there one. Are, yeah, there's yeah. several mm-hmm. all over town. Yeah. So. All right. And one more thing. Um, if people, sometimes they get on social media to buy and sell things, mm-hmm. and you're a, you're a safe place uh, for those transactions to take place. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. If you're going to buy something, you can... Have them meet you up at the sheriff's office, and, you know, we can have a deputy come out and make sure it's all legit. We'll, absolutely, we'll, we'll help you yeah, there. But it's well lit, and it's uh, got a well. camera on it, so it's right yes. there in front of the, the sheriff's office there on 3rd Street. Absolutely. So just look for the sign. It's right just, there. Yeah, just look for the sign. Sheriff, thanks for coming today. We really appreciate it, and uh, we'll visit again soon. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Grady County Sheriff Gary Bogus on our Cool Conversation program today. And a big thanks to our sponsor, Stanley Systems and Community Bank of Oklahoma.